time for Sex Talk with Lou. Lou Paget on TogiNet. So, have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Why they keep doing that? Want to recreate a truly connected relationship? Or wondered, how do I tell my partner or kids about things? Then this is your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Lou Paget is a certified sex educator, an international best-selling author, and not only will Lou and her guests discuss the most current research, they will put you at the head of the class on good, solid, scientifically-based information and how it will impact you and your family. Known for delivering information about sexuality and relationships sans the sleaze factor while retaining all the accuracy, fun, and the you're kidding factor. Let's get to it. Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet. And now here's your host, Lou Paget. Welcome, everyone. And thank you for being with me this week. I have, I'm going to be going over... Uh, Trends and ideas, or as I say, let's talk about sex toys. I uh, started part of that conversation last week uh, before my guest, uh, Dr. Pepper Schwartz, came on because I had just been at the Adult Multi Manufacturers Expo, which is what we call the Amni Show, and it's held twice a year. And what I look at is what are the trends, what's new, what's not, and as I call it, the you've got to be kidding factor. So when my guest gets here, and that's Kim Ayers, we will go over, and it'll probably be around the 15-minute mark of uh, my first break. So let me just give you some of the information that I got, because a lot of these people are now, uh, my colleagues, are really cherished good friends. And one of them is Dr. is, pardon me, Dennis Paradise. His company is Paradise Marketing, and he is the largest independent distributor of condoms in the U.S. And he gave me the top-selling condoms in quarter two for 2014. And I have to tell you, sadly in my mind, though, the number one by far and biggest seller of all of them is Trojan. Now, it's not that I think that Trojan is an inferior product. I just don't think they're the best. But what they have done and please be aware of this if you're going to be looking for condoms, they buy their shelf space. So it wouldn't matter if you have a condom that is has better sensation. I mean, Bill Gates is trying to, you know, have people create a condom that's going to make things feel better and be used more often. But really, the thing that Trojan does is it buys the shelf space so there isn't any other shelf space available for the product. So they can just sort of edge anybody out of the game. And the big thing they also do, speaking of big, they market what is the um, Trojan Magnum 3-pack is their top, is the top-selling condom because guys always buy the Magnum because they're so big. Now, doesn't that sort of stamp? Ah, some things never change. Anyway, uh, spoke with Dennis. And they also have a new product coming out that is a combination of a, it, it's a different type of lubricant that is, I've always been a little leery of silicone lubricants. 
And it's more like you kind of like when they first were coming out, you didn't know what you were getting. It was kind of like the Wild West. And for me, I always went to let's make sure that this product actually is safe because it's going to be inside of women's bodies, right? So that for me is one of their is the biggest things that I look for. Is it safe, particularly for women? Because I, I think it's all fine and dandy that people have, uh, you know, they've got a, they try and tell you they've got a great product, but bottom line boils down to, if it isn't safe for other people, mm, no, I'm not pleased with that idea. So anyways, they have a new product that is going to be, it's coming out and it's called Epic. Now it comes from Lifestyles, which is a, you know, type of um a lubricant, lifestyles is a part of me type of uh, condom, but Epic is supposed is a transdermal product that is sprayed on, and it doesn't. And it's a it's a desensitizer, but it doesn't operate the same way as the previous desensitizers, which in essence were um, a numbing cream. So you'd put it on. Well, if it numbs the skin on a man's penis, which is keratinized epithelium. That's what skin is actually called. Uh, what do you think it's going to do to a, the more um, a vascular and delicate tissue of a woman's genitals? Hey, you know what? Go to the head of the class. You're absolutely right. If it's numbing him, it's going to be numbing her. Talk about a dumb thing to do. So it's slowing him down, but it's slowing her down too. With this product, with Epic, uh, Dennis is saying that, you know, it's a new thing coming out and that it is going to be a, you know, a, a change that, you know, product category area. Another product they have coming forward is called Diamond Silicone Gel. Now, I have a little issue on occasion with some of the products that I had originally, when I published my first two books, how to be a great lover and how to give her absolute pleasure. I was aware that um, certain pro- I wasn't I didn't have as much information as I do now. And you know, isn't that always the case? Hmm? It's kind of like when you get into a relationship with someone, you don't really know anything until after a couple of years, and you go, "Ooh, did not know that." Anyway, the product that I'm not mad keen about, and I know from the manufacturer's safety data sheet that. It is not to come in contact with skin externally or internally, and that's polyquaternium, whatever number's behind it, 16, 18, whatever it may be. And that product is in Astroglide. So that's why I would like to be able to redo my books in the uh, lubricant area and you know, do a refreshed version. Anyway, Diamond Silicone Gel comes from the same company. And Dennis put it on the back of my hand, and I have to tell you, it... Stayed, it, it was, wasn't like a typical silicone, which remains uber, uber slippery, but it was, it was more like a, a, a gentle cream that just stayed there. Uh, the only way I could describe it is imagine that you've just had a manicure and they've just massaged your hands with lotion and you know how soft your skin feels after that. That's the similar feel that it has. So that is the Dennis Paradise marketing. That's and he always gets great placement at the shows because he does a tremendous amount of business. 
And as Dennis one time said to me, he said, Lou, you do not have to dress up prophets. If you have prophets, you don't have to dress them up. Thank you. No kidding. So then I went to go see uh, another group around the corner, and it's a, a company called California Exotics. And they have a um, product now that surprised me. Pardon me, it wasn't, um, it isn't uh, California Exotics. I take that back, big fat lie. It is Doc Johnson. And Doc Johnson has capitalized on an author by the name of Zane. And anyone, she has, um, she has a, a targets for the African-American market. And she has had 25 more bestsellers. And as of 2014, Zane had published and sold millions of copies of her various novels worldwide. Now, here's the point that struck me. They are, <laughs> and Karina just <laughs> said here, I love Zane. <laughs> There's a movie. Her movie is going to be coming out, I believe it's in September or October. And that is, it's in November from Lionsgate. And the movie is the one, it's called um, Addicted, based on her book, Addicted. So this does not surprise me in the least. Remember I talk about trends and things? This is something that they went after. They know women are reading uh, erotica. They know women are reading um, things that are, you know, that are for them, allow them that form of escapism. And when, and, and it's interesting, I was reading something from, I'm on your tango as one of their experts. And I was reading, one of the women said, when you are writing one of the romance novels, the difference between a romance novel and erotica is erotica is, you know, strictly targeting, you know, the, the sexuality and sexual, you know, pleasure or pursuit thereof. And the romance novel doesn't have to have sex, but it often does. Depends on the category of, of the books that you're that you're buying. Yet, what's me with Zane books going? If one in this, and what happens in fashion? But what I see is we are looking at an expanded marketing tools that cap what Fifty Shades of Grey did. Why? And if you think about it, look at the guys, you know, they've gone past the having Fabio on the cover, you know, that he was that big blonde guy that they always stuck on the cover. Now they say that when you're going to be taking a cover shot for a romance novel, you have to have it in a side angle. You have to have it as a look that allows you to imagine that it's you. And when I looked at every single one of the Zane um, novels that they had up there, every single one of them followed exactly that uh, formula. Side view, um, looking towards one another or down, but not a straight on look. That, and that's very different from what the previous uh, images had been. People want to be able to imagine themselves. They don't want to have and think that, oh, my God, you know, that's only for them. They want to feel this could be them. So we're coming up to my first break. And after the break, I will have my guest here, and that will be Kim Ayers with Bubble Love. And she also is 
uh, has her um, website, grandopenings.com and kimairs.com. So, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about what we both saw, our new products, new toys to try, new things to consider. And I actually, and I did talk about this last week, I actually got to build my own vibrator. Quite fun, I have to tell you. Not that I designed the product, but it was like all the ingredients were there, and I just got to put it together. So we're coming up to the first break. When we come back, Kim Ayers will be with me, and we will be talking sex toys. Please stay with me. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on Togedat.com. It's time to uncover the inspired team leader within you. Overcome the challenges of hidden agendas and miscommunications that create stress and a lack of productivity. Project management expert Norm Prevost and connection expert Heather Hansen O'Neill will provide you with a consistent infusion of inspiration and team strategies. In addition, your hosts will invite knowledgeable leaders to inject different viewpoints, situations, and solutions for an all-encompassing perspective on achieving winning team performance. Spend one hour each Friday transforming your mindset and increasing your skills. The Inspired Team Leadership. Your path to innovative ideas and action items you can implement today to create a more productive team and feel amazing in your role. The Inspired Team Leader Show, heard every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time on ABRN, the All Business Radio Network. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Yeah, and then I talked about Hello, everyone, and welcome back. <laughs> my guest is Kim Ayers, and we are here together in my office, 
and we are going to be talking sex toys. So let's start off with your sex toy, Kim. Let's start off with Bubble Love, and you are connected now with Vibratex, and I was able to meet your business partner while we were there Yeah, and uh, go over some of the fun stuff. So what is happening with Bubble Love these days? Bubble Love, neat that you should ask. It's finally out, and what it is is it's the first non-mechanical sex toy that can get you off. (laughs) What it does, and it's true, it's true, it shoots out a jet of millions of bubbles. So it's kind of like using the bathtub faucet or jacuzzi jet for clitoral stimulation, but it's in your own bathtub or pool or hot tub. It can work up to 105 degrees. Oh, really? Pretty neat. Yeah, so you can use it pretty much wherever you want, and it's totally submersible. It only works underwater. That's it. It's not just waterproof. It only works underwater. So that's, I know, because so many people claim, speaking of sex toys and waterproof, they say waterproof when really they're kind of really meaning like splash-proof, like a shower might be okay, mm-hmm. but actually submersing it. I mean, I would say maybe 75% of the toys that say waterproof really aren't, you know, for using them underwater for any extended period of time. But this only works underwater. There's actually a detection that notices whether or not it's in water. So if Bubble Love is under is just turned on in the air, it'll shut off after three seconds, which is totally cool. So this is the first show that we've had it available. So it's starting to be available. You can get it on the web. If you go BubbleLove.com, there's a lot of websites that have it available as well as brick-and-mortar stores. I'm okay. all for supporting the retailers because we do not sell directly, and they're the ones that are out there and in the front. I had my own store called Grand Opening. Get it? <laughs> Twelve years. Yeah, I know. You still have the signs up. Like that's the name of the store. So it's at grandopening dot com. And so for the twelve years that I had my store, it's like I know what it's like to be a retailer, so that's why I really want to support them with Bubble Love. And we've got a display, and I'm willing to go there and do training and go there and have launch parties. Because it's new, we're really creating a market with me mm-hmm. because... You know, and that's one of the things that, you know, you and I always talk about is what do we see as trends? And, of course, after we've ordered our lunch, then we talk about our trends. (laughs) And what I see is that things are being designed and developed more, and I saw a couple more of them at this show, by people who are wanting things that they're not seeing in the marketplace. And was not the motivation the husband of a, you know, a woman who she enjoyed this? Absolutely, absolutely. And it's it's kind of neat because Bubble Love, while it's a new product, it's actually been engineered for 10 years. So this that guy, long? Yeah, he had brought it in 2005 to the AVN show in Vegas because that's where a lot of new people in the industry go, yeah, you got to go to the porno show in Vegas and show everybody. And so you see a lot of new innovative things that you only see once because mm-hmm. they don't know how to market it. They don't know how to get it out in the industry. They don't realize the distribution channels. I mean, it's it's a big business, the sex toy industry. And if you don't understand it, you think you can go to Vegas and make your millions. And really, that's not how it goes. And that's how you came into the picture. It is. It is. It was a dinner party, wasn't it? it pretty much. It was a shooting it at the bar <laughs> somebody that I don't even know and a friend was there and somebody involved with Bubble Love was there and 
they got to talking, and he said, I have a sex toy. I have no idea how to get it out in the industry. And that's the thing is that the inventor, you know, this was the other person in the business part, you know, two partners. Um, the inventor, like I said, almost 10 years ago had gone to this show in Vegas, and it just didn't go anywhere for a couple of reasons. One of it, he didn't know how to market it. So I came aboard uh, two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. And, um we got it out there, and the reports and personal experience, I think, uh, it's really amazing. It's like unlike any other mechanical anything. Well, you know, and here's the other thing, Kim, is that men don't typically get it. Women do. And the reason women do is because for many women, that's the first time that, first off, they're alone by themselves, they're nude in the bathroom, we're talking about bathroom shower, and also, you know, that's also at a certain age where they're discovering their body, and many women first learn about orgasm with water. Absolutely, and and in the, you know, because of the faucet and things like that, and it's funny because, like what you were saying with the men not getting it, they, when I displayed it, it's in a fish tank, no <laughs> fish, don't worry, and uh it, the women can look 10 feet, 20 feet away from it and go, I know exactly what that does. And the guys have to lean over the tank and say, so what does this do? <laughs> and, and I tell them like this, I go, okay, now, if you don't know this, the women's secret is that we use the bathtub faucet. And that's a lot of times, like you said, Lou, mm-hmm. the first time that we've done this. And I say, it's kind of the equivalent of the white tube sock for you guys. Exactly. And so many guys look at me and their eyes bug out. Like, they go, like, how do you know that? <laughs> how do you know that secret? It's totally the equivalent. And it probably happens around the same age, too. Well, sure. And it probably happens earlier for women because we have to get to know our bodies faster because we get our periods we have to know, you know, thankfully now it's not, you know, those evil pads. You know, you can use, you know, tampons, you can use, you know, cups, you can use whatever you want. But we still have a much greater awareness of our hormonal cycle and of our bodies and of touching ourselves genitally, but not necessarily from a pleasure standpoint. Right. So, and men, and men don't do anything with water. Okay. <laughs> no, they don't. Aside, aside no, but they do a lot with spit. I can tell you that. <laughs> really nice. <laughs> what, we, what we also know is that they do want to do things in the water with women. And I always right. tell them, listen, Ooh. make sure you're using a lubricant that is not water-based because water is not a lubricant. So don't you, you need to use something and you need to stay close together because otherwise everything washes off. Right. So it's kind so, of like a squeegee. <laughs> Exactly, and then and then it's like, and then it starts to hurt. So you know, I tell people if you're going to do it, wrap your legs by, just slip the side of your bathing suit to the side. That way, if someone's going by with their, you know, goggles and you know, their little whatever it is, they're not going to be getting a little peep show compliments of you. Well, unless that's what you like to do. Really, <laughs> you never know. So what? How? Now you have now a relationship business relationship with Vibratex. Yes, yes. And this, and they are one of, uh, this is a uh, company that was founded by the two people who now run it, by her mother. And it is some of the best Japanese manufactured motors. Anyone who remembers the Sex in the City scene with the rabbit habit, with the rabbit, or they should say the rabbit pearl, imagine the rabbit pearl morphing into 2014 technology. So it's sort of like been reimagined and it is now the original deluxe 
So Shay was just introducing me to that. Now, your business relationship is with Shay and her husband, correct? Right. Actually, even before them, mm-hmm. before they came on board, they had this guy working for them, Ken, mm-hmm. who worked, um, I guess, pretty much with Shay's parents. Okay. And he started importing the dual vibrator, which is what the, the rabbit pearl are like. And, you know, any number, basically it's a clitoral vibrator and an internal one that's together on the same toy. Because mm-hmm. before that, they were the bullet vibes or they were just, you know, the straight the wand. ones with nothing on it. Right. And then um, Joni's Butterfly. Do you know how Joni's Butterfly started? I have no idea. This is a good one, Lupe. <laughs> I'm so happy. Yes. You know, for you listening out there, we have such a good time together. <laughs> we can just sit and talk sex toys and sex till the cows come home. And then, and then the waiters keep coming back. Yeah, it's great fun. We always bring them goodies. So Joni's Butterfly, I learned this, is, all right, so, you know, probably before, like, or maybe at the beginning of mechanical sex toys, you know, things, you know, the, the um, ivory-colored hard plastic 2C battery vibrators that were in the back of catalogs for those, quote-unquote, hard-to-reach places. Those were the norm for the longest time. And so Joni really exists, mm-hmm. and it's Joni Blank, the That's founder of Good Vibrations. And she said, I want a hands-free clitoral vibrator that will sit externally, obviously on the clitoris, and then have straps on it so I don't have to hold it there. So she came up with the original Joni's Butterfly, which is basically a bullet vibrator in like a butterfly casing that I'm sure at that point was either, it was probably vinyl, in which a lot of sex toys were made out of vinyl and latex. Mm-hmm. More on that in a minute. So it was vinyl and then with straps. So that became really the first truly women's-oriented vibrator because any other one prior to that, I mean, one could make an argument that it's phallic-shaped. Of course. So, so that was the first, like, women's-oriented vibrators. And for the longest time, that was the buzzword, so to speak, was, oh, gee, of Joni's Butterfly. So that's really kind of fallen out just because just that was probably that would be in about the early 70s, yeah. you know, probably 72, 73. Mm-hmm. Joni Blank founded the store Good Vibrations, which exists to this day with many, many stores and an online presence and mm-hmm. things like that. And she started it being, you know, doing sex therapy work and wanted to make a comfortable place for women to buy sex toys. Do you think her thing of the Joni's Butterfly is the thing that, what was that show, L.A. Law, and they had a... What was it, the Venus Butterfly or something? Yeah, Venus Butterfly is definitely the same kind of take on that. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. Anyways, I was like, everyone was talking about, and I remember when I first started my seminars, people, you know, women of a certain age would say, do you have like the the Venus Butterfly? And I'm going like this, a who? Can you tell me um, a little more? Tell me. Give me a little more information I here. I, I hate the one. Women were like, I had the best vibrator. It was purple. <laughs> I did. You're like, oh, I need a little bit more detail than that. I'm like, well, it did this. I know. I know. I, I know. I know. Like, I know. And, and people go, Mike, well, I want to get one for my friend. Now, we're coming up to our first break. My guest today is Kim Ayers. We're going to be talking more sex toys when we come back. And one that I had never seen before, and I have a sample of it here right in front of me. Please stay with us. We'll be back with more sex.
Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet. With your host, Lou Paget. techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Join us every Monday at 10 a.m. Central for the Johnny Rowland News, Guns, and Motorsports radio show with commentary about current events, guns, shooting, and firearms issues, automotive and motorsports features, and special music presentations. Johnny is recognized as an international firearms authority and ballistic engineer, as well as an accomplished and widely recognized automotive designer and longtime TV and radio host. This program draws on Johnny's experience in shooting, motorsports, and as a professional entertainer musician. Don't miss Johnny Rowland News, Guns, and Motorsports. Infotainment at its best. Trust us on this one. It's a fun show. Every Monday morning at 10 a.m. Central, right here on the Toginet Radio Network. Okay, we will. We're going to teach you how to tell your money where to go. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Learn how to be a savvy investor from someone who has your best interest in heart. Pam Otten is a financial advisor who loves to help successful business owners and entrepreneurs understand the mysteries of the investment world. And she's not afraid to share that knowledge. Pam is an unashamed Christian and qualified kingdom advisor, which means she's trained and committed to integrating biblical principles into her financial advice. Pam believes investing isn't rocket science. This is the financial advisor who's in your corner and truly understands and cares about you and helping you achieve your goals. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on TogiNet. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Interesting. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. We've just been talking shop over the break here. Um, one of the things that I think we're going to see on a, a trend and a change with products is the mandatory 510K that is going to be coming for lubricants that will have to be end quarter 2014, first quarter 2015. And I talked at length with Tim at Doc Johnson, and he sent me all of the requirements. I mean, I know in essence what the cost of a 510K is. And just to give people a little background on this, the FDA has a requirement that if something is going to be introduced into a body the way a lubricant is, it's considered a medical device. And it requires having tissue testing and having irritation testing in the form of what is referred to as a 510K, FDA, Food Drug Administration 510K. So that supposedly tells you that this product is safe. Now, here's part of the issue with it. When I asked the gentleman who um, is at Doc Johnson, and he sent me all of the, the links 
for what is required in order to get and the costing on it, because getting this is not inexpensive. It is a pricey venture. The gentleman's name is Tim Crawford. So the total to get a uh, – it's 41000 just to do condom compatibility for five lubes. And then to get the biocompatibility needed for a medical device is like – Three, it's like thirty-three thousand to right. do that. Yeah. So what we're likely going to see, and I remember speaking with, uh, I'm just drawing a blank on his name, and he, his comment was, he's one of the biggest distributors, El Dorado, mm-hmm. uh, Larry Garland, and I said to Larry, what is the biggest category that you have? And he said, hands down, it has to be lubricants, and people, yeah. He said that is the most crowded area. And by the way, you want to know the most crowded area of alcohols? Vodkas. Because <laughs> everyone makes a vodka. Really? And that's, yeah. So what happens is people want to get into the market in the area of you know, adult toys and novelties. So the first thing they do is they come in with a lubricant. So that's kind of like their, their entree in. And a lot of these products really should not be used inside of women's bodies. Period. Yeah, and you know what I wonder, because, you know, as you're saying this, and I did work for a lubricant company, so Mm -hmm. I certainly know the insides, so to speak, um, of lubricants. (laughs) And um, something that I wonder if they're going to take a a lesson from the adult novelty industry is that you can actually buy dildos that say for external use only. That's what they've always put on the labeling. As a novelty only. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking that, you know, this, the lubricant companies that don't want to fork up this kind of money are going to go that route for external use only. A lot of them it, still already have that. I am sure, yeah. I know, like, the more, like, I want to say, like, joke kind of lubricants mm-hmm. say that, you know, and that technically they say that gets them off the hook in case there's any reaction or anything like that. And a big reason, I know for the lubricant company I worked for, the reason that they wanted to get a 510K is because so doctors can recommend it. And they can make claims about it. That's what Tim said. Tim said the best thing about a 510K, he said, is that you can make particular claims. You know, he said the downside of the 510K, he said, is the animal testing. Exactly. And he said all the organic vegan ones are going to be like, and like liquid is one that's Mm -hmm. no animal testing. Mm -hmm. And they they have to do that in order to get that. I mean, that's like the sad part of it. And, you know, I mean, I think they should have women just line up saying, hey, I'll try that one. You know, and, and, and you know, and here's they the do thing. that with phase three clinical trials. You yeah, know? and person comes in and says, "I'm willing to take the risk of trying this." Right. But one of the other things is that I tell people, "Look, do not be using stuff that's got perfume. Do not be using stuff that's saying it's got all kinds of dyes and colors and things in it." Listen, you know, and this is one OBGYN said to me: "If you wouldn't put it in your eyes, don't put it there." Oh, in your eyes, really? Because the mucosal That's... tissue of your eyes going into the nasal area, going into the oral, you know, right. the, the pharyngeal oral right. cavity, this tissue is almost identical to vulvar vaginal tissue. Right. And, it's, and, and uh, the mucosal part of it, the color of it, like if a woman has to have right. part of her lip replaced right. if, from an accident or something, right. they will use vaginal tissue. That's pretty cool. So yeah. that gives like a whole new meaning to blowjobs, then, right? I guess so. Yeah, I'm thinking like if you have to, if you can't put it in your eyes and you can't put it in there, maybe I should give up sex, huh? <laughs> <laughs> thinking, 
yeah. But it's really, I mean, it is really interesting because, you know, when I had my store grand opening, people were, oh, I'm allergic to this, I'm allergic to that. And I've had allergies all my life. So it's kind of like a, well, good luck in trying to pinpoint something, and you just kind of do a process of elimination. Mm -hmm. And even products with 510K, there's going to be people that are allergic to this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, so I wonder because they allow parabens in five ten k lubricants, which you know parabens are sort of okay. It's a preservative, but a lot of people are getting away from them because it it's a chemical, and the, especially around cancer treatments that I'm sure you're aware of, mm-hmm. is that they've found. Um, they're uh, a hormone to, interrupter. To my science head on. But they're yeah, a hormone interrupter. It's exactly. So what they're saying is women that have gone through, you know, especially cervical cancers, ovarian, you know, that type of thing, uterine cancers, to stay away from anything with parabens in it. So I don't know if that link is absolutely proven, but it's kind of one of those safety precautions that you can take by eliminating that from your deodorant and any other cosmetic product that right. you might be using it. Right. So, you know, a lot of people stay away from parabens and a lot of the um, the lubricant companies are kind of dropping them and using other... Um, right. Well, Doc Johnson has completely... Now it's doing a major marketing. I'm not, not meaning to keep going back to Doc, but um, it was a company that I did a lot of business with. Mm-hmm. And they really have made a point of saying, no parabens, no this, no that in their lubricants now. Because when I sat down and you know with Tim, he, they really right. did make a point of saying... So, you know, again, they are listening to their, to their market. Right. Now, do, so I'm going to... Did you see this product? Yeah, I did. <laughs> and comment. Should we describe what it is first? Sure, absolutely. For those out in listening land. We have a product here. Now, I've not had anyone try it. Um, it seems like it would work. I don't know. But it's called Angel Falls, and it's a water-powered vibrator. But it doesn't vibrate. But it doesn't vibrate. Stimulator. It's a stimulator. So it really should be called stimulator. So in essence, what it is, the woman created it, um, created a product that you literally wrap this product, and it's a a Turkish cotton, around the top of the the shower head, and then if you're standing up while you're using this, the woman will be standing up, and you just sort of tilt forward, and the stream of water would be directed literally while you're standing. It's a, a towel funnel. Yeah, which many women have used before. So that was the first time. And again, what I what struck me about this is that the woman who created this is from Utah. Oh, of course. <laughs> and I just I thought that explains it. <laughs> I thought, what? How great is that? Because people have said there's another water powered one, and I was like, there's another one. I because a bubble love, and I'm right. like, and I. I know. And, which is outstanding. And I'm like, wow, already? <laughs> well, I thought it was because if people think that you get, you ripped, get off ripped off in fashion, fashion you get ripped get off ripped in this too. In sex toy industry, yeah. That's yeah. why we have like about 20 patents on our gig. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, this is pretty interesting because somebody had mentioned it. And when I looked at it, I, I mean, I'm all for entrepreneurship and creating new things and things like that. But I, my reaction was kind of like, a, you've got to be kidding. Um, but, you know, I mean, take it. Here's, 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 the, here's the thing, is that for some women who might be more shy, they don't want anyone to know what's going on. This for them is something that, you know, there's some people, you know, I love the thing where we've got, um, when Hitachi Magic Wand came out, 
pardon me, when, when the Hitachi wand uh, was being marketed, the company actually had the nerve to say that it wasn't being used for anything other than massaging backs, which could not have been further from the truth. <laughs> and yet it was kind of like, listen, you're making all your money based on the fact that it's being used for a purpose supposedly not designed for. But what I, what I did like about this is that it's not anything that people can get nervous about. Right. And there's households that, you know, any kind of sexual stimulation will grow hair in your palms. And, you know, and yet you're still there going, but that feels good to touch there or, or do something. And again, it's in the privacy of a bathroom or a shower or something like that, that you can get this stream that's not going to be as harsh, again, as a shower head mm-hmm. or a shower massage mm-hmm. or something like that. So, I mean, I'm sure there's a market for it. Um, and, and she's doing the whole eco-friendly thing. We all know mm-hmm. that that's a, a big thing these days. And so I'm sure there's, you know, going to be a market for it. I mean, I think this would be a great present for, like, a teenager or a quincenera. <laughs> for the 15th birthday? Yeah. Do that. It's not going to embarrass anybody. It's a hand towel. You know what? Actually, you know what it reminded me of? If you ever go to Europe, you know the, the mitts, the washing mitts? that are made out of towels. Like both sides? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, and it's just it's got the little loop for it to dry. Everybody uses those in Europe. So you just kind of cut a corner of that, and presto, you've got one. But hers has Velcro that fits around the shower head, you know, and stuff. So there's, there's a little bit of engineering behind it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you can share it with your husband when he washes the car, too. <laughs> And I'm just, we're coming up to one minute um, prior to our last, until our final break. My guest is Kim Ayers, and we're talking sex toys. Of course. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about um, Large Size, which is a new line that Sports Sheets is doing of oh. uh, BDSM, Size BDSM, which um, they did a, and they have one woman who is part of their marketing team. Oh, yeah. She goes, look, she goes, look, she goes, look. She says, you know, she says, we large girls. She said, we got the tummy here. We got to have something more. We've got to have this. And they, you know, it, that's also a company that has seen a lot of people develop and create their own, Oh yeah. Um, you know, restraint lines based on Fifty Shades of Grey. So they were the first group, did everything. And now everyone else is sort of like, again, jumped the bandwagon. This is Lou Padgett. My guest is Kim Ayers, and we're going to be coming back talking about more sex toys. This is Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more Sex Talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet.com. To Spark Your Soul Radio with Ann Phyllis. Perspectives with purpose, insights with heart. The Woohoo Radio Network show for spiritual seekers and fire starters who are ready to stop feeling lost, alone, confused, or blocked and start tuning into your soul speak so you can ignite all areas of your world from your work to your relationships, lifestyle to legacy. Host Ann Phyllis is a spiritual analyst, fire starter, energy alchemist, and soul truth clairvoyant. 
buoyant, using the heart and purpose-based principles of her signature Soul Sense system and offers weekly wisdom for tuning in, letting go, unlocking, and unblocking. If you've been walking through life with excess baggage, a heavy heart, a feeling of disconnection from your inner life, consider Anne your guide to spark your soul journey and reignite your relationships, life, purpose, work, and spiritual consciousness. Every week on Spark Your Soul Radio, Anne takes you on a journey into the heart of your soul sense. There, she helps translate your energy, essence, and soul truth knowing into positive action and change. From this space of personal awakening and transformation, you're able to reignite your spirit, spark your soul, and live in alignment with your vision and values. Ready to spark your soul? Check out past shows by clicking on the podcast player. Got a question for Anne? Want to be a guest on her show? Visit sparkyoursoul.me and listen to Anne every Thursday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. <laughs> oh, welcome back, everyone. <laughs> oh, Kim Ayers is my guest, and we're going through some of the books that um, I just picked up. We both were at the Adult Novelty Manufacturers Expo. It's held twice a year. So... We get together afterwards and, you know, we and sort of... Dish. <laughs> and it's trade it. only, too. i got to add that because a lot of people are like, ooh, sex toy convention, can I go? And it's like, no. no. So, so sad, too bad. They're really, yeah, they're really strict about that. Yeah, you too, have I to... I think it's good. Yeah, you have to show who you are, what your site is, what you do, and then they, you know... But I did see that this year it was, it wasn't as well attended as I thought it was going to be. It, uh, and that's the first time. I mean, they've been doing this since 1997. Right. Um, it started becoming, it was originally twice a year, and mm-hmm. then it became once a year mm-hmm. in July. Right. And then um, I think like five years ago, it became twice a year again. Mm-hmm. So July is still considered the bigger of the two shows. It's in January and July. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just it seemed a little bit slower this year. So I mm-hmm. don't know why, but it, um, 
It is. It is. So anyways, when we, we were look, talking over the break, one of the trends that Larry Garland, who is the founder of Eldorado, one of the largest distributors of, I mean, I think he has like something like 15,000 SKU sale-keeping units. And so he has this huge range of things. And I asked him when he was my guest, um, gosh, about a year and a half ago, what's the largest category that you've got? So to speak. So to speak. <laughs> yes, and, and of course, we're being objective, not subjective. And he said that the product category, the biggest one, is lubricants, which when I spoke with Dennis about this and, and others, I think we're going to see a real shrinking in that size of, of that ca- category. And then I said, what is the area that's the growing area? What is it that you cannot get enough product for? And he said, for big, beautiful women, the large size women's product. And I remember being in the parking lot and seeing two women coming in from Texas. And they both were like this. Where are we going to get things for girls our size? Yeah. And I was like, okay. I have no idea. Exactly. And she said, she said, she says, we're big and we want to have good sex. I'm like, okay. But that is something that I see many more lingerie. And also when you consider, I have a degree in buying and merchandising from Fashion Institute in New York. And when I was there, I was an intern at Albert Nippon. And one area that I knew was not being addressed is for women who were size 12 and over. I knew that you were going to hit size 12. Yeah, because size 12 at that time was, yeah, yeah. size 12 was, and size 14, size 12 is the average size in America. So there's a huge market of women who have money, who have means, who want to wear things that are fashionable. They don't want to just wear like blob stuff. They want to wear clothes that work for their bodies. And originally, Pearl Nippon did not want to do anything as a designer. She had such an ego. She was the perfect size six. She was their size six fit model. And she said, I'm not going to you know, put anything out there with my name on it for large women. Forget it. And I asked the gentleman who was the main marketing guy, I said, let me ask you something. And I, I didn't know Pearl personally, but I did know her business ethos. And I said, what does Pearl love more than anything? Without a moment's hesitation, he said, money. I said, thank you. I said, so why doesn't she want to be the first one into this category? Guess what happened two seasons later? And anyone who knows fashion knows seasons are about, you know, it's not four months. It's like two to three months. Right. Boom. Who is the first known fashion label name to go into large-size women's fashion? Albert Nippon. It re- it was really gee I would have thought somebody beat them to the punch on that mm-hmm. one. No. no, they were one of the first. They oh, were really? the f- they literally the first. And do you know why Nippon also used to have on their seam binding? They used to have Albert Nippon, and then they stopped doing that. You know why they did that? So that when the clothes went into like Filene's basement, the places where they were doing you know the sales, the yeah. closeout sales, people wouldn't know that it was an actual Nippon. They could they because they cut all the name labels out. Right, right. <laughs> so, so, so tell me, coming from with grand openings, did you have any line like this? Because I'm also seeing at the show at Sports Sheets introduced their large size women's line. Yeah, actually, um, first of all, I didn't sell lingerie. Oh, okay. Com, so that because that's almost a whole nother 
um, world, you know, because if you have one item, you have to have it in a size range of eight or ten different SKUs just for that one item. Right. So just the, it's an inventory nightmare in my book. So I just stuck to sex toys. So it's like one size does not fit all in that department either, but you don't have to have such a wide range of right. inventory. But when I had my store open, which was 93 to 05, Stormy Leather came out with a harness. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but what it did, and you had to explain it to the customer, is instead of being a typical dildo harness that fits over the pubic area, Mm -hmm. it would fit on the belly with a ring, and then it would have straps that would go around the sides. So it was kind of more like a big belt, a big wide belt, but it fit on the belly because a larger woman, her belly will hang over the mm-hmm. pubic area. So that's really kind of like the point that they would be using for using a harness. So it was a real interestingly made, like you kind of looked at it and I had to think of how it worked, but larger women totally got it when they saw it. Mm-hmm. So that was really the first one, and that was probably introduced around 2000. Um, again, I can't remember the name. It still might be made, but... They are making harnesses, dildo harnesses, and lingerie, for that matter, that do fit larger women because they're realizing that that's a big market. But, I mean, the average size now in America is 14, 14 14. plus. Yeah. Yeah. And we are seeing that that is, you know, these are women who, and it doesn't matter what age they are, they're wanting to be sexual, they're wanting to have, you know, a good time. But when I saw the line that Sports Sheet has, it is nice. That's great. It yeah, is because really that's nice. The whole thing is, you know, designing it for big bodies because a lot of times they'll just take the same and just make it a longer strap. Ma- right, exactly. I mean, no. there was I worked for one major manufacturer and they had a couple of products that had thigh straps on them. I couldn't even put my calf through it. And I'm oh, not, really? I'm not like big. And I'm like, uh, guys, this isn't working. And they'd kind of be like, yeah, oh, well, you know, and I mean, that was something I, something I found really frustrating because uh, whenever I sell a product, I want to make sure it works. Well, same for me. That's what I look at. I go, Absolutely. and because we know they have a built-in no return policy. Yeah, for sure. Thank for you. Sure. So what, what I saw with Sportsheet is a nice strap-on, different size, um, Belts, you know, for women uh-huh. who, like, they have one that's called doggy style. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that is something that they they had a thin belt for, you know, women who were smaller. But this one is a nice, broad belt that holds women. And how the doggy style works is it literally goes around a woman's hips. So in this the front. One, in the front. So the man, with the partner would be behind because then the woman doesn't have to, like, hang on to the bed, feel like she's sliding off. Worry that someone's grabbing, you know, the side of her waist and it's like, oh, no, holding on to my rolls or something. Right. She can be more into the sensation of it. Right. And I actually use a lot of the product that Sportsheet does when I do the road to recovery for the severely injured soldiers. Sure. Yeah. Because they, they can't grip as well. Now, exactly. what or are you... replacement surgery, too. It's a big one for that because mm-hmm. you don't have to rely on your own mojo to right. move around and exactly. back up on it. So what are you, What are you You said you were going to be doing something for XBiz about this, because you're the XBiz, you do, do an XBiz I write column. a lot for XBiz. Um, it's at xbiz.com, and then it's a trade journal also, and it's, it's a pretty influential um, industry reporting journal. So I'm writing an article on just the appeal of, you know, larger products for larger women. Mm-hmm. And I guess to a certain extent, larger men, but that also kind of doesn't seem to be an issue, you know? I mean, 
because lingerie for men is not a big area. Well, did you know, but it is, here's the thing. Men's things typically get made larger anyways. True. And, but I have not seen a specific large men's size in any of the gay groups. No, because everything's large to begin with. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, you're going to what with that, you know? And uh, they're like, oh, it's for gay men, you know, as if nobody else puts things that are large inside their books. Well, you, exactly. Yeah. I am. Um, when I, one of the first times I went up to a main showroom for manufacturer, I looked at this one and it was like the hand, okay? Right. Supposedly used for fisting. It was like this big stiff thing. And I'm like, who in heaven's name is going to be buying that? He says, well, we don't worry about the fact that women don't like it. He said, women don't buy sex toys. And I looked at him and I said, are you out of your mind? <laughs> I said, I said, you really think that? And, and I bet that's when they had naked chicks on the package, too. They did. Which is, boy, oh, boy, that's weird. It's come so long away from that. I'll tell you, because... It's not men that are no, no. And I thought, you know, the the company that I got the um, make your own vibe from Uh called Crave, and it literally is like having all of the ingredients, like a chef, all of the things all chopped up, and then you just put them together. It was great fun, great little vibe, I have to say. So we're coming down to our final minute. Kim, tell them how to find you. Oh my gosh! All right, Lou. Thanks. Uh, You can find me. I blog at kimairs dot com, and that's K I M A I R S. Dot com. You can find me. I blog a lot on XBiz. So that's XBiz.com, and you look at blogs and Kim Ayers, and I'm right there. And that's actually got a whole lot of information about sex toys and things and, and all sorts of really funny. And I write funny because I can't help it. So that, And then you can buy products at GrandOpening.com and visit my beloved BubbleLove.com and see where you can get one near you because they are tremendous fun and I love them. Well, thank you very much. My guest is Kim Ayers, and now we're going to go have a snack. Take care, everyone. Bye for now. Thanks for being with us. Bye. Thank you for being a part of Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with host Lou Paget. Every week, this will be your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Join Lou.